0: Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. My check, my check. Welcome to On the Mic with Ray White, where we share life lessons that encourage self-reflection and move you to take action. I'm your host, Ray White, <laughs> and I am Juiced. That you take the time to listen to this podcast and this episode right here today. And this episode is going to be titled "The Warning Sign," which is talking a little bit about my track history, more specifically the track career during my senior year of college and some of the mishaps that I experienced during that time. And as you already know i got some reflective questions for you on the end of the episode so make sure that you listen to the full episode and hear the questions at the end and again i am just thankful that you're taking the time to listen to this i'm thankful that you're taking the time to just engage with it and even just share your thoughts on it as well and i i completely encourage that so please if you have any thoughts on this episode or previous episodes of the podcast itself or just want to say what's up just come holla at me you know what i'm saying hit me up on social media at ray devante r-a-y-d-e-v-a-n-t-e on twitter instagram if you got my number text me that too and then we can go ahead and just have this conversation but let's get back to the episode titled the warning sign i'll see you on the other side In my final year of collegiate track, I was chasing my personal best triple jump record and trying to get back to my glory days of my freshman year, where I was also a conference champion. Both of those happened in the same season, being a conference champion and my best triple jump ever, (laughs) ever in my life. And due to uh, injuries and academic issues, I haven't gotten back to that time to get back out there and reclaim my title and continue to progress to get better but I knew senior year was going to be my year and each meet during that year I was progressively getting better in my jumps trying to get back into the rhythm and the habit of jumping but I was still not at the point that I wanted to reach as we got towards the tail end of that season I was invited to jump at the historic Hayward field in Eugene Oregon and man for track athletes out there it is one of the exciting spaces to be competing in. And as a Division Three athlete, I definitely relish in the opportunity to jump with some Division One athletes, some pretty top-notch jumpers in the space to see if I can even keep up with them. And yeah, humble brag, weird flex. I did come in third. Uh, obviously, I wish I could have done better, but I did come in third and triple jump. And I was like, okay, I can compete with these dudes. I can, I can hang. However, in that meet, I had something nagging me in my hamstring. Something like just a little knot in my hamstring towards the end in that meet. But, you know, I I was a little bit, yeah, I was like, I got this, I'm cool. I can just stretch it out. I could just roll it out, some ice, just take some rest, some relaxation. But I really didn't tell anybody or tell the coaches, go to trainers or anything like that. And that's pretty much all that I did during that time. And about two to three weeks later was the conference meet championship in which i knew that that was going to be my space to reclaim the triple jump title to get back and to be chump champion in that space and hopefully continue to progress towards beating my personal best triple jump record at 46 feet and five inches but i also earned a spot in long jump as well so long jump isn't my strongest jump my strongest competition but it is something that i was able to earn a spot in too So on the first day of the conference championship, uh, long jump was on the first day, and then triple jump was going to be on the next day. So you know me, man. I'm in my zone. I'm doing my normal routine prep, getting stretched, feeling good, you know, still had that hamstring knot. But I was like, you know, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm just going to jump it out. I'm going to do my thing, and we're going to be completely fine. And after the first few jumps of the competition in the long jump section, the pain started getting worse. I still didn't say anything. You know, I was like, oh, you know, we are, right, We are. Right. We we'll keep stretching, you know, you know, slap the thighs a couple times. We'll be fine. And I will just continue to stretch it out. And then there was one jump. <laughs> one jump. I was running down the runway. I was getting ready to hit my penultimate. And it's hit with that board. and sail into the air until, pop, my hamstring gave out. And it didn't really fully snap but it definitely strained it in a way that i didn't get in the air i pretty much just toppled into the sand into the dirt flying kicking everywhere and just was on the ground thinking what the heck just happened i was doubled over hands on my knees on facing to the ground as the coach came over and i just whispered to him i said my hamstring came out. It's done. It's over. My chances to compete in the championship meet ended on that jump. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to do the triple jump. I even tried in the side field to do some laps to run around and even try to hit my jumps. But every time I would make a slight tweak in the one way or weather, sharp pain was hitting my hamstring. and I was devastated. So not ability to do my triple jump, not, no ability to reach the championships or even try to get to the Nationals that year in my final year. My season was over on that day. So why does this memory stick out to me the most? Well, trying not to live in regret, but I did live in regret in some, of the, in some instances by not telling anybody that this was an issue. Uh, I wish I would have just taken care of myself a little bit better to prepare for that meet. I really wish that I didn't push myself so hard, but I would have pushed myself in a different way to either get the right treatment, to get the right massaging that I needed, just to really prepare myself. I would have probably taken a rest or a break in the couple of meets in between to prepare for the big meet, instead of trying to just push through and power through and not listen to the warning signs, not listen to those different things. I wouldn't say I was necessarily in denial that anything was that serious, but I just didn't handle it properly, I didn't handle it well, and honestly, it cost a chance to showcase my skill sets at the championship, and even just cost me to not be at my best. And it hurt, it hurt bad, physically mentally, emotionally, a little bit spiritually, and it just sucks that that's how I went out, and that's how I went out. And I guess that memory helps me remember why I need to have the avenues and activities to help me stay healthy, but I also need to, like, use them, you know, like, engage the people, engage the resources that will help me get better, that will help me be at my best, that will help me Reach the goals that I want to reach, and also say that, hey, maybe you should sit this one out, or maybe you should take a different route because the ultimate goal is here. Yet, you don't necessarily need to push yourself so hard every time, go 110% all day, every day, and ignore the warning signs, ignore the lessons, ignore anything that could hinder you from getting to the ultimate goal. And no, I know. This track me. and this incident doesn't define me. However, it's still a lesson that be applied here to not ignore the warning signs and not just undermine any type of issue as small as it can be. Ignoring, the, ignoring it to where it festers, it becomes larger, and it eventually takes you out the game. It especially takes you out the game when you want to be there the most or where you're needed the most, where people need you, where they need to see you present and need to see you there, and yet it takes you out the game when you don't take care of the issue when you first see it right then and there. Because I don't know. I guess I was afraid that if I stopped, if I took care of it at the Eugene meet, at the U of O meet, that I wouldn't have, the, the coaches would sit me out and wouldn't have the ability to jump at the meet. At the conference meeting. However, I wouldn't have known that. Uh, I gambled, and it unfortunately went wrong for me. And that's something that I realized in other spaces in my life that I can't take those types of gambles. I can't take those types of risks, especially if there are other people counting on me. And when my health is in the in, on the line, uh, when my when success is at the at the grasp, and the end goal is needing to be there to take a gamble that could risk it all and lose it all. So that's my that's my thought process for all this. It's just don't ignore the problems, as small as they can be, don't ignore them. Whether they are in your past or in your attitude or in your character, that cuz those things whatever's in your heart or whatever that is uh occurring in your life, if they're not treated well, <laughs> they could take you out, you know? Those things can like truly take you out of the game when you, where you are needed the most. So we gotta take care of these things right when we see them and not let pride or a uh, sense of embarrassment or fear of being taken out of the, the short-term game because the, it's the long game here. It's the end goal. It's not the, the quick wins here. It's not the little things here and there that we're trying to obtain. It's the, the big goal, the big cheese that we wanna strive towards. It's that championship that we wanna get to. And in order to get to that championship, we gotta make sure that we do all the right things at the very beginning, which could mean sitting out uh for a play or two or taking the right health steps here and there so that way we can reach our goals, so that we can end the race well and then we can get there well. I mean, my mentor said that yeah, you can you can uh do you can you can fake it for a while or you can ignore the problems for a while, but eventually it's gonna come bite you in the butt. And if we don't take care of the business today, is gonna get us in the end. And that's that we wanna end the race well. We want to finish well. So let's find ways to encourage one another, be aware of the warning signs, but also be aware of what makes us healthy. What are the things that we need to do in order to continue to stay healthy and be healthy and actually lean into those things before it gets bad. And so that's one thing that I've learned uh, in a small group that I was I was at is that to set up the list of things that you need to do to be healthy when you're at your healthy state so when you need to be at your best here are the things that you need to do here's who you need to call here's who you need to engage with so that when the time comes and you feel your warning signs you're going over the trip wires and you're kind of getting into that space that you can look at that list and say okay i need to call so-and-so because so-and-so recognizes the state that i'm in or knows this problem and can help me get out of this issue or I need to make sure that I separate myself from this activity because I know if I continue to go down this route, it's gonna lead me into a bad place. And to not be afraid to do those things because again, we wanna be our healthy selves, we wanna be our best selves. So don't ignore the warning signs, set up a list of the things that will help that you need, that you know you need to be at your best self and let's live in that together. Encourage one another, lean on one another, and let's try to do that together as we move forward to live our best lives and be our best to end this race and run this race really well. Now, y'all will probably listen to that episode and think to yourself, like... <laughs> I already do that, right? (laughs) You got to tell me twice. I'm trying to live my best life 24-7. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having a reminder of the importance of living your life, living and being your best self at all times. And knowing what the warning factors are that can help trip you up, but also recognizing what does your best self even look like and doing the things that you need to do to ensure that you are living and operating in that space at all times because that's really important as well because that's what we're working towards right i mean (laughs) that's why we you know let's work to be our best selves why we want to be working to our worst selves so let's work to be our best selves and by doing that we got to find the rhythm and the community that will help keep us going because i know for me personally i'm doing this because my family depends on me they depend on me to be at my best Because I'm doing it for them, you know, like I got to be strong for them. I got to be there for them, be present for them. And if I'm not at my best for them, then it comes to just a detriment to all of us. So I just know that that is my first priority, be present and be my best for them. And I know if I continue to do that well there, that it will ripple and replicate in other areas that I'm active and involved in. My question for you is, what does your best self look like? And my second question then would be, what business do you need to take care of today? Like right now, what do you you need to do to take care of today? And then my third question, my final question is, who are you connecting with to help you on your journey? That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening to On The Mic with Ray White. But before you leave, I have a few requests for you. First, connect with me on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Medium. You can find me at Ray Devante. That's R-A-Y-D-E-V-A-N-T-E. Secondly, let me know what resonated with you. I especially want to hear your responses to the reflective questions at the end of the episode. And then finally, share this with a friend. Whether it's taking a screenshot and post it in on your stories, tagging them in a post or even just do word of mouth. However you do it, just let them know. Thanks for tuning in and continue to share your story with others. Peace.